Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. I'm trying to figure out if we're excited or not about this buck of beer business. Mm-hmm. Doug Ford is expected to unveil his buck of beer plan today when he visits a brewery in Picton, Ontario. I thought it was a joke. When I first saw the ads, the Buck of Beer Doug Ford ads, I thought it was some sort of internet craziness that somebody had come up with. But no, he was he was serious, and he wants to prove he's a man of his word by giving incentives to brewers to lower the minimum price of beer from a dollar twenty-five to a dollar. Are you excited, huh. Jim? I mean. I- I do think beer is overpriced, and I love the glory days in high school when there was the buck of beer option. I just, was anybody really asking for it? <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, there was a clear beer victory they already had by bringing it into corner stores. That was something people were publicly asking for. But well, the corner stores, it, it's not there yet. No, we're but I mean, that, pla- that platform, I feel like, is a victory that beer drinkers were excited about. Yes, and Ford is saying that he wants to do that, bring it to the big box stores and to the uh, to the corner stores, which may happen. We'll have to hear what he has to say later today. But the whole buck of beer thing... I figure, like, if there was any campaign promise that he didn't actually have to keep, <laughs> it was this one. Yeah. And people would have been like, yeah, you, we know you're kidding. It's <laughs> like pandering. It's like when you run for class president and you say, I'm going to make pizza day every day. <laughs> we're going to have recess four times a, a day instead of two. And we're like, we get it. Yeah. But you're just saying that to get elected. Okay, whatever. You're pandering. That's what I thought this buck of beer thing was, but no, he's all over it. So what do you guys think? Are you excited? Not really. I'd rather see buck a liter of gas. Matt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amen to that, it. brother. Hi, FM 96. Hey, how are you this morning? Good. What do you think of the, uh, the buck of beer? Uh, I think they should do buck a joint through the buck of beer. <laughs> how much is a joint now? I'm not Five really... Five bucks. Five bucks you, a joint? Mm-hmm. You can get right up to ten. Whoa. But not all beer is going to be a buck. There's still going to be the premium beers that cost more. I guess. More. It's just the cheap for the cheap Yeah. Store. If you want to get into the cheap stuff, then you can get into the cheap stuff. If you want to get into the expensive stuff, you can still do that. Buck a beer. What about dime a dart? They're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty inflated as well. How about we make five cent candies, five cent candies again? How much are they now? They're 10 cents now, Taz. A sour key's 50 cents. Whoa. It's ridiculous. What a world. If you want to if you want to be the premier of Ontario in the next election, that should be your platform. <laughs> sour keys should be 25 cents. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> a quarter. This is outrageous. Doug Ford keeping his campaign promise of bringing back buck a beer. Go ahead, you're on the Taz show. Hey, man, I just got to say, I think the buck of beer is foolish in the sense that it's going to eliminate some of that revenue that we could have had to reinvest into the province. I think that that's that's a bad thing with it. And honestly, I really don't think anybody cares. I think they're more concerned about their hydro bills and the price of gas right now than how much beer costs. Thanks, man. Hi, FM 96. Hey, Taz. Hey. Just looking to, to weigh in on the buck of beer thing here. What do you think? So um, I've been sober two and a half years now, uh-huh. um, and um, I, I know that uh, I, I hang out with a lot of guys that drink beer still, and uh, they have a, a great time. But um, 
I know that alcoholism or alcohol is uh, always at the top of the leading cause of death in, <laughs> in uh, you know, North America, right? Yeah. So for, for us to make beer cheaper for everybody and more accessible, I mean, it's... It, if you can only afford to buy a six pack because it's more expensive, then you're only going to drink a six pack. Well, but and what's gonna... what's twenty five cents? It's a dollar twenty five now is the minimum price. Is twenty five cents going to make or break your life? No, no, and that's right. Like, why why are we? If uh, you are that concerned about a quarter, then you shouldn't be buying beer at all. You should probably be saving your money. If you that, if you're that right. strapped for cash that the quarter is going to make or break you, then, then you maybe shouldn't alcohol drinking. shouldn't be your priority. Right, and and for a lot of people, it still is, and you know, like they're just going to be able to drink more now. The people that were that had a problem to begin with are just going to drink more beer now. So, thanks, man. That's yeah, no worries. Thanks. Hi, FM ninety six. Two things: one, it's awesome he's doing bucket beer, and uh, secondly, I'd rather drink with Bud Ford uh, than uh, that Kathleen Wynn because she would have tried to increase it a bucket beer. Well, no, she didn't bomb. try to increase it to two bucks a beer, but. So you, you like the plan because you would like to drink with Doug Ford? I would love to drink with Doug Ford. I think it would be awesome. Why? I think he'd be a good partier, you know. <laughs> he looks like he looks he'd like he's like had a couple bucks that, worth of beer in his life. He'd be like the guy if you're out of the leg, he would like stand on the top of the cliff and like do a belly flop and <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like Rob Ford would. You know what I mean? Doug Ford seems like the slightly more reasonable But we don't have this is the next closest thing, I guess. We don't all have serious, the other he's like the did. the Jim Belushi or the John Belushi. Wait, Jim, the Belushi. Jim Belushi to our John Belushi. But you know what? They seriously should bring it on Ontario. All inclusive. <laughs> All inclusive what? Vacations up north. <laughs> so you go to Collingwood and you pay seven hundred bucks and all your booze is free. Yeah, all your booze is free. That would be awesome. It would bring tours into Ontario. It'd be great. <laughs> All-inclusive resorts. That's the solution for everything. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Ah! It's all-inclusive, but you only get Lucky Lager or Wildcat. <laughs> <laughs> only Buck of Beers yeah. with the all-inclusive. Bohemian. Remember that? That Bud Ford. He's <laughs> like a real party animal. The Tash Show Podcast. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose is the game this morning. Karen is our contestant. Good morning. Good morning. What are you up to today, Karen? Oh, you know what? I think I'm just going to be relaxing and lounging around. You don't have to go to work today? I do not have to go to work today. Hashtag jelly. (laughs) You enjoy your day off, and hopefully we can hook you up with some concert tickets and some beer. That would be amazing. You just got to tell us whether or not these headlines that we read you are real or nonsense that Jim and I made up, okay? Got it. Headline number one, people are getting plastic surgery to look like Snapchat filters. Fake news, you choose. Fake news. No, that is a real news story. Wow. Doctors are saying uh, that people are experiencing Snapchat dysmorphia, where they want to look like the filtered versions of themselves with fuller lips, bigger eyes, or a thinner nose. It's an alarming trend, but it is something that they are seeing more and more. Wow, it's sewing cat ears on their head. (laughs) That's right. I want the dog tongue. (laughs) Actually, my wife wants me to have that. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. Next headline. Guy launches Amish Uber, where he'll give you a cheap ride home in a horse and buggy. 
Fake news you choose. Fake news? No, that is real news. What? Yes, Amish Uber. No way. Although it sounds more like an Amish taxi because he's Amish and he can't use his cell phone, so you just have to flag him down and he'll give you a ride home for five bucks. Okay, I was going to say, unless his cell phone is black. You know, like when an Amish guy has a car, but it's black, so it's okay. That's in southwest Michigan, so if you're in Michigan, you might be able to take advantage of Amish Uber. Next headline. Nude water slide park shut down for health violations after inadvertently giving customers enemas. Fake uh, news you that's, choose. That's got to be fake. That is fake. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, gross. I wouldn't want to go second on that water slide. <laughs> Next headline. Canadian bungee jumper sets world record by jumping while strapped to a moose. Uh, fake news. That is fake news. <laughs> yeah. You're turning this around for the win. This is the final headline, real or fake. A man got into a high-speed chase because he really needed to poop. Fake news you choose. Oh, that's got to be real news. That is real news. Happened in Washington State. <laughs> Tried to pull a guy over. He wouldn't pull over. He, when they finally caught him, he's like, listen, I really got to take a dump. Nice. I love that. It's like when you're pregnant and the cop pulls you over. My wife's having a baby. The cops gave him a uh, an escort to the nearest bathroom with the lights <laughs> flashing. No, you can still be charged, even if you have to poop really bad if you get into a high-speed chase. The Tash Show Podcast. Devin Peacock is off this week. It's Taz and Jim. Time for sports. The Pro Football Hall of Fame had its induction ceremony on Saturday. Baltimore Raven legend Ray Lewis was inducted, and his speech was something else. Oh, yeah? He went on for over half an hour. <laughs> I'm not surprised. On stage. By the end of his speech, he, he was sweating so much, he sweat through, and I've been there, he sweat through his sports jacket. <laughs> he was... I, I, I can't see if you can make any sense of this, Jim. I know you're uh, a bit of a conspiracy guy. You kind of like uh, this sort of stuff. He just kept talking about the numbers five and seven and how important those numbers are in his life. Listen to me. No matter the journey, oh, there's too many ups and downs. But boy, when you believe in 5-15-75, remember five and remember seven because they're going to have a recurring attitude in my message. 5-15-75, my mother had me. Ironically, when she was 15 years old, 5-15-75, right? I played 17 years. I go to the University of Miami, right? And I get, get signed one of the last scholarships ever given. Right, I didn't even have a scholarship. I wasn't even in the media guy. And the coach asked me, Randy Shannon asked me, what was the number you wanted? He said, the last numbers we got is these numbers. And I looked and those numbers was five and two. And I said, give me that 52. He said, why you like 52? I said, because B-Dog, that's God's number. That's completion. I played 17 years. I leave 17 years. I go play in Super Bowl 47. I get inducted to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Super Bowl 52. Man, God, something else. Man, God, something else. Jim is making a little chart here trying yeah. to connect the dots. Did that make any sense to you? No. <laughs> five was, and seven, but then it was 52, and then 17, yeah. five. 
Here's the thing. Like, you can't pick seven numbers and say you're going to see them everywhere because you're going to see a five or a seven in 30% of the numbers in the world. Man, there, there's these nine numbers that keep popping up everywhere in my life. One through nine. I just keep seeing them all over the place. But he, he's going on and on. And it, people in the audience is like, you want to be, you know, it's like you're clapping. You don't know when you're supposed to clap because some of the stuff he's saying is just so out there. Yeah. It's awkward. It's like every time they start wooing, they're almost encouraging him to wrap it up. Like, okay, woo, yeah, yeah, yeah that's about as good as it's going to get, Ray. You can wrap it up. Because I told you the greatest thing I can give you as a father is the truth. That's all that it can give you. I can buy you many things, but the reason I'm with you right now and every one of my kids is because of the truth that I, what I didn't have, the touches and the hugs and the kisses that I give you, I never had that. I never had a father physically touch me and tell me he loved me. That's why I hug you guys so much. That's why I'm still kissing you in the mouth. Yeah, I kiss all my kids in the mouth. Don't hate <laughs> Uh, Ray Lewis embarrassing his children who were in the crowd. <laughs> I kiss you all on the mouth. Don't pretend we don't. <laughs> hey, Tom Brady kisses his kid on the mouth. You saw that video, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like nine or ten years old. That's. I'm going to have to figure out. I don't know when am I supposed to stop kissing my kid on the mouth. That's any time now. <laughs> but if you're Ray he's Lewis- not even two years old yeah, yet, Jim. That's, that's fine. It's. I guess I was never. I don't think I was ever kissed by my old man. My mom gave me the old kiss on the mouth and the cheek. Was Your dad up. would never kiss you on the mouth. No, no. I don't even know if we've ever hugged. But if I, <laughs> if I, if I grew up without a dad, I'd probably be more likely to be right. way more affectionate with my kids. Absolutely. Yeah. When should I stop kissing my kid on the mouth? I'm just asking. <laughs> Well, I was just, you know, I was just thinking about what you guys said about kissing, how, how old before you stopped kissing your parent on the mouth and stuff like that. And I was just, a, I was just thinking the way he worded it, I was like, ew, you know, like, yeah, I still kiss my kids on the lips. You know, it, it sounded, it sounded funny that I'm like, you know, Tim, you kiss your mom goodbye on the lips when you say goodbye because you live like an hour and a half apart and you give her a hug. What's the difference? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think it's fine. It's a little peck. Love you, mom. Bye. Type thing. I don't yeah. know. Minimal saliva. Yeah, minimal, minimal. No tongue action. <laughs> Close no mouth. Like that. <laughs> do you uh, do you still kiss your parents on the mouth? I, well, yeah, I'm a mom. I do. I was raised by a single mom, so I mean, I guess that might be a difference from yeah. Jim. Jim sounds like his dad was a very stern fella, and well, Jim was also what the sixth or seventh kid in the family. Yeah, I mean, my dad doesn't have that much lip chap. <laughs> he was he, he was sick of kissing kids by that point. Yeah, yeah, well, I bet. And I know my wife, she was raised uh, by a parent that has four kids, and there was um, minimal, uh, he, was, he was a good dad, but, like, yeah. he, was, he was like a bear. He was, he was like... Well, like my, son, my son right now is a year and a half, and he loves daddy giving him kisses. Aww. Right? <laughs> but we're getting, we're getting some feedback here on uh, text message. Taz, you should stop kissing on the lips when the kid goes to school. Way too creepy at that point if you're dropping him off in front of all his friends. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, you forgot to plant one on old dad. <laughs> Mwah. Uh, that's a personal question, Taz. You should kiss your kid on the lips until you or he become uncomfortable. Don't let others dictate your feelings. Okay. So just keep going until it's super awkward for both of us. <laughs> uh, another one here. 
Don't worry, Taz. Your son will stop hugging and kissing you before you're ready. Believe me. Yeah, that's probably true. That's why I'm still kissing you in the mouth. Yeah, I kiss all my kids in the mouth. Don't hate. (laughs) The Taz Show Podcast. And we're getting some reviews here from FM 96 listeners. Guys, thanks for the free tickets. Taz and Jim, appreciate you sending me to the Slayer show. It was unbelievable last night. Aaron says, hey, Taz, Slayer rocked at Budweiser Gardens. Yeah, I know. I was there. But I did leave before Slayer. It was getting late. (laughs) That was a long... A long night of some hardcore music. Yeah, because you're not necessarily like a big metalhead, Taz, so... I tried. First band went on, Napalm Napalm Death went on at 5 p.m. They sound nice. And the show went until 11. I left around 8 during Lamb of God set. And the reason I, I decided to go is I found out my brother-in-law is a huge Slayer fan. He's like the most clean-cut. I never had, I had no idea until Friday night that he loved Slayer. Because he just, he, what, does he not listen to any other music like that? I don't know. I know he's my brother-in-law. I know him because he's married to my sister, but it's not like we spend a ton of time together. Yeah. I just figured he liked top forty. You know, he's got the short hair. He's he's just like the nicest guy going. Yeah. No facial piercings. He told me that he exclusively listened to this kind of music from grade eight until he was 25 years old. I have a buddy like that named Ryan who's like just a jolly fellow. Hey, how's it going? Kind of guy. And then he takes off his headphones and what are you listening to? It's like he loves Slayer. He's at the show, but he just seems like a like a nice fella. Yeah. Oh, you can't judge a book by its cover. Although some of the books there last night you can judge by the cover. That's a Slayer <laughs> fan, 100%. <laughs> there was some killer hair. There was a lot of piercings. I was in line, and I let these two ladies go ahead of me at the metal detector, and boy, that was a mistake. <laughs> they really tied things up. I'm sorry, you're going to have to walk through again, ma'am. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. And just a lot of, like, diehard heavy metal fans who have not changed their look since 1985. Like, they they decided they liked the denim they liked the black they liked the the mullet and they just stuck with that look yeah for the next 40 years it'd be nice to have like a uniform almost like a personal uniform right. it's like steve jobs he wore the same thing every day you don't have to think about <laughs> what you're gonna wear when you know it's it's the same concert t-shirt and denim vest that you've been wearing since 1985 well, Juan the Colombian was on hand last night. He was uh, at the show, and I asked him to stick around for Slayer and get some hammered concert reviews. Let's have a listen to this. It's time for another hammered concert review. Hey, what's going on? It's Juan the Colombian for the Tasho. We're here at the Slayer concert at the Budweiser Gardens, and Taz asked me to do a dirty job for you guys. And we're here with Jesse. Aaron! Aaron! How you guys are rocking the concert? You guys liking it or what? It's the best f-ing time ever, brother. I broke my face on the gates. Can you give me a little bit of rock? Can you scream? Yeah! 
Yes, Slayer, buddy! Slayer! How are you enjoying the concert so far? Buddy, this is the best that you can ever be, eh? Huh? Better than Colombia. <laughs> Better than Colombia. There we go. I like that. Can you give me a little scream right here? Yeah, what's up, mother... <laughs> Slayer! Slayer! That really does capture the <laughs> essence of Budweiser Gardens last night. <laughs> Slayer! Oh, man, there's some people waking up with sore throats today. Yes. <laughs> I had mild anxiety just watching the mosh pit from up above. I was by the Talbot Bar. We had the Jack Daniels Whiskey Lounge set up up there. And just seeing the movement in that crowd, I was like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine. No, no, not my not my scene in there, man. It's crazy. People are literally just hoofing the air waiting for a face to get in front of their foot. Right. And then they get hit, and they're like, hey, good one. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for kicking me in the teeth. That was a great, great kick. Uh, I hope you had fun. If you're at the show last night, you don't feel too rough this morning. Text message here. Taz and Jim, I've been to so many concerts, and I got to say, the uh, the Slayer fans were unbelievable last night. At one point, highlight of the show was I saw a guy in a wheelchair crowd surfing through the mosh pit. I love it. I saw that too. Yeah, yeah I, I could mean, see, I could see, you could see it from the back of the arena, right? And people yeah. just had him. They he looked like he was having a great time up that, there. That's just that's so inspiring, so awesome. I would be scared to reach up and put and like move them along though. It reminds me when you get your, your finger, your toe caught in a bike spoke, because the wheels are yeah. Unless he puts the brakes on, he probably had them locked down. Yeah, that you, would you'd make hope sense because right, you wouldn't want. Well, hey, guys in the wheelchair for the rest of his life, Jim. You can you can pinch a finger. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. At the very least, <laughs> give him a, give him a good time at the Slayer show. Hey, I just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Taz Show podcast. If you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the podcast places.